Doc Manson at Doc Manson DC Matthews at the DC Matthews this is the list I just wanted you to hear the intro since you said you didn't listen to last week's what? show what was that that was the intro that I created with like in like seven Jason, minutes while Jason, Mrs. Matthews was sleeping please get Bill Neville on the line <laughs> Uh, I'm requesting, Doc Nance is formally requesting an introduction for this. Sh- I like the style that he went for. Um, that was fine. It was just the But if we could just get some professional terrible. voiceover, that would be, I would, I, I would be very grateful. Only here on the NAI Wrestling Network. Oh, yeah. I forgot that part. I might have to tweak it a little bit. Yeah, uh, well. How are you, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson? Uh, I'm okay. I think I might have bronchitis. Oh. But, uh... So it's the perfect time to record a podcast where you have to talk for a while. Yeah. You could have but told you know, me that before you said you were willing to record. I am willing to record. Okay. Well, so, you should take... You, know. you should take... The, from now until the holidays, you should take all that time off so that you can recover. I'd like to. And so, okay, you... Ha- we, this is before we get to the list, and we will get to the list, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as you know, on our other podcast feed, DDT Wrestling, which you can find on iTunes or uh, you know Stitcher or your podcast uh, portal of choice, with the exception of Spotify, we're not you know lucky enough to be on Spotify as some uh, wrestling shows and or networks might be. Wow, so but, we are we are on Spotify right now. Well, right now we might. You could be listening to this. On Spotify, but the show I'm telling you to listen to, DDT Wrestling. Well, that's that's a lie. I'm actually not telling you to listen to that show. I mean, you should, but that's up to you. What you should listen to in about a week or two is the DDT Awards. Yes. That's what I really wanted to yes. plug here. Uh, it's our end of the year wrap up award show. That is nothing like what you think an award show should be. We try to have some fun with it. We try to have some humorous categories. You know, it's going to be a good time, hopefully more than eight hours of content this year. We're not sure yet, but we'll see how that goes. The thing I was going to ask you about that, plug done now, you said you were headed, I think, to the Great White North, and uh, you're not going to be returning until, if you don't mind me saying, I think December 28th? 27th or 28th. It's okay, still up so, in the air depending on what family we are able to see. Our nephew, which if you are a long-time listener, we had to postpone a recording for the birth of said nephew. He is now two or three months old. Um, we didn't think he was going to be available. Turns out he is going to be available for the holidays. So um, Has he had all of his vaccines? Yes. Okay. That's all I care about. Um, now, beyond that, when you say you're coming home on, let's take, for example, the 28th, because I know it could be 27th or 20th, but if you were to come home on the 28th, are you leaving the Great White North at 4 a.m. and you're going to be home and ready to record? And by home, I mean at Manson Manor by um, 8 a.m.? I or? would assume, barring, barring some sort of major change that I am not currently aware of, I will be able to record as of the 28th. Okay, because so, my question, because the reason why I ask is because I, I, I honestly, I haven't, I haven't talked to GQ about this yet. I haven't mentioned it to anyone else because I know. Listen, I don't know if you saw the tweets. I don't know if she even listened to the show. But Rachel wants to be part of the awards. Eric 
They want to get on here at least as a little bit. So, anyways, it's what I'm saying is this show is getting huge, huger than 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 Doc Manson himself. And what I'm trying to say here is I don't think a single day can contain the awards anymore. So, is it realistic for me to ask of you to record the DDT awards across, say, and this is where some you know some some we can have some debate. Could we do the 28th and the 29th? Or would it be better to split it? Should we do some, like, you know, this upcoming weekend? When were you leaving? You weren't leaving until after we are leaving Christmas, Christmas Eve, Day. Right? Christmas Eve, okay. we have family obligations here. Christmas Day, uh, we're leaving for the Great White North. So there is that 23rd. I have to broach this topic... With my I don't know superiors. if GQ's available. Yeah, you know, we have to. We have to. We'll have to coordinate. It's entirely possible that you, Doc Manson, are going to have to be the linchpin that holds this together. And what I mean no. by that is, you might need to record no. bits and pieces with uh-uh. multiple people. If I have to, maybe I will. But it is the DDT Awards, and while I we love having GQ, we love having Rachel and Eric. And we love having Mrs. Manson involved. And they are the DDT Awards, and I feel as though the first D has to be part of the DT in order for it to be a valid award it would ceremony. Be. Doc would be part of it. The first no, D is DC Doc. No, it's DC and Doc That's, Talk. Oh, DC gets oh, top is. billing. Oh, it is. Hey, check that out. Um, I will do my best to make sure I am available for two days of recording i'm just throwing it out there now I, we will need to plan we will okay. need to plan all right but there's a long vacation in there i imagine i will be able to find time to record so let us get to the list if the you list. missed if you missed last week's episode you might want to go listen to that first on the nai wrestling network and then come back to this one um Doc Manson and I have embarked on a Herculean quest to try to determine the greatest wrestler of all time. Um, I have a massive list of over a thousand names. Um, Does that list still have over a thousand names? Uh, Yeah. Okay, how many? Okay, so we ranked 15. Yeah, you got it. You got it. That list, which was at 1,024, now should stand at 1,009. Uh, give or take a couple of the wrestlers who we've decided not to rank because neither of us are very conversant in them. However, I have also added almost 100 female wrestlers. Oh, dear God. So we'll have to decide how that's going to play into it as well. And again, you know, people are talking about... Somebody had sent me some tweet like, you know, can't wait for you to decide how the gambler, the a famous WCW enhancement talent you know fits in and i'm like he's not on the list because he wasn't at a pay-per-view but maybe he should be so now do i go through all 25 years of monday night raw and write down every wrestler who ever took part i have a question for you yes is the brooklyn brawler on the list he is because he has wrestled at a pay-per-view okay at least that's all that i care about as long as he is on the list. I think the list remains valid. I see in the reflection of the Ghostbusters poster a fuzzy ponytail. The door has now been shut. Oh, Mrs. Not only does she make you pancakes on request, but she fills your water and brings it to you. She is the best. She is wonderful. I have right here. 
Stop making this a contest. It's not a competition. I'm just saying how lucky we both are. The future is now the NXT book. To be fair, I had bought a gift card for Mrs. Matthews, of which she used part to buy me this book. Did you buy her that gift card with the express purpose no. of knowing she would buy you a no, wrestling? I bought her that gift card because there was a deal on Barnes & Noble gift cards, so I bought a bunch of them, meaning to give some of them out as holiday gifts and some to her. And then So she- am I going to get a Barnes & Noble gift card as a holiday gift? If net neutrality uh is repealed and you have to pay lots of money yes I will buy you a Barnes and Noble gift card because as you said on DDT Wrestling you will cut all cords and just read books probably alright um, we have a couple of things to get to so yes that is our task here on the list is to rank um, rank the wrestlers as we see fit to decide who the greatest talents of all time maybe you should do are. the voiceover the Weekly Wrestling News! I missed that. Anyways, uh, there are a couple of things to get to before we get to the list itself. Uh, okay. At Brandon underscore J underscore Banks asked on Twitter, uh, are we going to be con- taking into account win-loss records? Is that going to be something that we factor in when making this decision of the list? Um, Based on know, episode one, No. <laughs> But I wanted to ask your opinion. Okay, so here's the thing. I think that what stands out to us about a talent is going to be unique, I think, no matter who the talent is. Whatever we take away from that person is probably what we're going to use as justification for where they end up on the list. Hence, win-loss records, while I don't think it's like... If if, if you want a win-loss record to be the list. I'm sure if you go to fight DB, you can probably sort by most wins and losses of all time. That list has been made, ladies and gentlemen. This list is purely subjective, and it's our subjectivity. So, for instance, I think that if we were to take Goldberg and place him on this list, which I'm sure that we will do, but we're not going to do it right now, I think that his streak would very likely be part of the basis upon which we place him on this list. So I do think that we will be taking win-loss records into account, but not in a way that the list, again, simply becomes a sorted spreadsheet. I agree. I agree. I also think part of the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because if we're going on that, Asuka would rank very highly on this list. Now, Asuka's going to rank highly on this list anyways because this list is in part made by Doc Manson. But I just want I don't to... know if you've seen my list of nominees for the 10 best wrestlers of 2017 on the prep document for the DDT Awards. It does. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I seem to recall chortling about that uh whilst on my lunch break. All right. Uh Jeremy at Eplan FL or EplanFL. I don't know how to read his Twitter name, but he is a big fan of this. He was a big fan of the list the, the entire time. He wants to make sure to defend Tim Horner. Who? Uh, Tim Horner is a wrestler who is currently in last place. Based just Tim on, Hortons? Just based on this right I now. I love Timbits. Timbits are delicious. I, I will defend the honor of Timbits as well. I have never been to a Tim Hortons. Oh. Ever. Have you ever been to Canada? Yes, but I don't believe I ever went to a Tim Hortons. Oh. 
I'm assuming right. a tin bit is like a donut hole. And by donut hole, I assume that's like a munchkin? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, Tim Horner <laughs> is currently 15th out of 15, which would make him the worst wrestler of all time on this list. And being older than either of us and a fan of Southern wrestling, of which Tim Horner took part, he wants to come to the defense of Tim Horner and say he deserves, in his opinion, to be ranked at least somewhere in the middle. Um, I certainly, you know, value Jeremy's opinion and encourage him to make his own list to counter our list, and then we can compare notes. Jeremy, is it Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy, buddy. Let me let me just point this out to you. So right now on our list, the list, Chavo Guerrero Jr. is the greatest wrestler of all time. Yes, Tim Horner is the worst wrestler of all time. But I want you to take comfort, Jeremy, in this. The list currently only has 15 names on it. I think it is entirely likely that by the time this list is complete, Tim Horner will no longer be the worst wrestler of all time. I think it likely, in fact, that he may end more towards the middle of this list than the the end. I don't know that for sure. But I'm willing to bet that there's a great possibility that that happens. All right. The final thing, and I'm so proud of myself, is we need to talk about Glenn's email. Now, a common uh, joke on this show is that we read our emails, ddtwrestling at gmail.com, every week on DDT Wrestling. Glenn, one of our DDT besties from the United Kingdom, sends us a question which... I generally try to pivot to this show, the NAI Wrestling Network show, DC and Doc Talk, now The List, um, and then I forget to get to it. I don't know if you know this, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. Um, When you have to explain a joke... It's no longer funny. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, let's get to Glenn's email. Hi, guys. In answer to a couple of questions you posed on DC and Doc Talk, I think that the performer should only be included and not the characters that they played. Want to stop there and just address that? Or do you want me to read the whole thing? No, uh, we had a discussion last week. Should we count Papa Shango and Kama Mustafa and the Godfather as separate entities or as a single uh, person playing all of these characters? We have decided, I believe, in the interest of time, really, to do... The man, not the characters. Right. I mean, that said, though, I think the characters that they played are included in the list. Just they're not separate entries. When we get to that, we talked about Chavo Guerrero and Kerwin White. They and will honestly, a- Kerwin White is why he plays so highly. Is why he is the greatest wrestler of all time. As of episode two of the list. Yes. Continue with the email. Also, you asked about British wrestlers, as well as the obvious, the Lord Regal himself, and Fit Finley. I would like to propose the man a lot of Brit Wright's talent, Brit Rest talent, would cite as an influence, Johnny Saint, and my favorite wrestle silly character of all time, Les Kellett? I suggest you look up some of his matches on YouTube. Thanks as always! Glenn. And Glenn. Buddy. Bubby. I ain't looking anything up on YouTube. <laughs> you want me to watch something on YouTube? Send, Send me it. a link. Yeah. 
And and there you go. We encourage you, send us both links, and we will take a gander and see where we're at. All right. That concludes uh, What was our... his Twitter handle? I'm sorry, I cut you off. What was his Twitter handle, Glenn? At G.A. Russellnut. G.A. Russellnut. Thank you, Glenn. All right. That concludes the the business, the, the administrivia. Oh, so I've now... got the business right here. Okay. Is it in that water bottle? Uh-huh. So you've got to tell me how many names are left on this list so I can plug that into my random number generator uh, for the rest of the Is that episode. what you're actually doing? You're actually doing a random number generator? I am. Good for you. Uh, 1,011. Okay. Wait. How does 1,011 plus 15 equal 1024? No idea, but that's what it says on this. So either I missed some people, which is entirely possible because I'm trying to scroll through... Is your list alphabetical? Yeah. Okay, so like when we get a low number, I should expect a name that starts with an A? I can randomize it if you'd like. I mean, that might be more fun. Okay, well, let me hear... A double level of randomization. All right, I am randomizing the range as I learned how to do thanks to uh, just playing around with Google Sheets. Um, Okay, the list is randomized and... I, maybe we should do that every show. Is we should randomize the list every time, and then you can randomly pick the numbers, and that way it's just double random. So, yes. Okay. So, the first number of episode two is, and I, I am not joshing you. Yes, folks, I said josh as a verb. Joshing you uh, is number two. The first random number of episode two is two. The first random number of two is two? Okay, this guy could make a case for being uh, replacing Chavo Guerrero. We could immediately start with a new number one, the man, the myth, the Japanese legend, Antonio Inoki. I don't know who that is. (laughs) Um, He is probably one of the fathers of Japanese wrestling. He wrestled Muhammad Ali in a very famous boxer versus wrestler match. He spent a lot of time laying on his back trying to kick at Muhammad Ali's legs. Um, He's wrestled Hulk Hogan. He's wrestled Andre the Giant. Okay. Now, do you want to... This sounds like he's got an impressive resume. What's What's the name again? Antonio... Antonio? Inoki. Noki. Inoki. Inoki. Yes. Okay. Antonio Inoki. Um, I mean, based off of the resume alone, I think that means he's got to be higher on this list than Bob Orton. He's a member of the WWE Hall of Fame. Okay. But Bob Orton is also a member yes. of the WWE Hall of Fame. He is the founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, that is not something he did I... as a wrestler, but when I talk about him Wait. being one of the fathers of wrestling, that is why. Hold on a second. Is Vince McMahon on this list? Yes. Because Vince McMahon has wrestled at a pay-per-view. Let me make sure of that, though, because now you have me second-guessing myself. Uh, Vince. You've blown my mind, DC. That's what I do. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, New Japan Pro Wrestling's founder. Wow. Um, yes, he is on the list. He is listed as Mr. McMahon, but he is there. 
As is Shane. I mean, how important do you think that is? As is Eric Bischoff, just pointing out people who are also on this list. Um, how important? Well, again, you know, if we're talking about his, you know, one of the things we did talk about Chavo Guerrero, besides the the legacy of Kerwin White, is he's been wrestling for 20 years. You mentioned him being responsible for training um, the actresses who who appeared in Glow on Netflix. His career has spanned along that. Like he he founded a major wrestling company that still exists today. Chavo did? No, I'm talking about Antonio Inoki. Without you Antonio changed. Inoki, you could make the argument that Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega would never happen. It's probably for the best if it doesn't. But, uh, what? Just saying. It's not like it's a match I'm ever going to see. Not unless they do it again in WWE in two years or so. One can hope. Um, okay, so you're, are, do you, where do you think well, let that me Antonio look. belongs let me in look. this list? I would say, mm, I, I would say he belongs near the top. You know what I mean? We're, we're looking at our list, and I, I don't want to read through our list every single week because eventually that's going to be the entire show. Um, right. But, you know, when you've got our top three is currently Chavo Guerrero Jr., Dolph Ziggler, and Abyss. I think Antonio Inoki has to rank above both of those guys at number two or number three. You know, I could make a case for Chavo maybe just because he's done it more in more promotions. Like he's been in Lucha Underground. He's been a star in Mexico, WCW, WWE. Um, But I, I would say he's in the top, you know, two to three. Hmm. And it's, yeah, it's, it's I mean, awkward because, you know, it's a guy you've never seen. Like, I think I've watched one or two matches that he's wrestled. And, you know, he's a wrestler from the 70s, if not even before that. So his style is very different. I'm not sure you would watch his match and go, oh, this is excellent. But Well, I don't know that a lot of guys at the top of this list are going to necessarily be excellent wrestlers. That's true. In the technical sense. That's true. Um, I mean, I think I'm comfortable perhaps for the first time displacing the number one person on wow. this list the num- right away starting off episode two with a new number one that's a big deal all right so okay. antonio inoki antonio inoki i-n-o-k-i is the new takes the spot greatest wrestler of all time what an exciting day here on the nai wrestling network Right. Sorry, Jeremy. Tim Horner is still dead last. I think he'll make he'll be okay in that sense. All right, who's uh, next? Four hundred and twenty-one. Four hundred and twenty-one. We need some music to play as I scroll through here to find four. Okay. Do, 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 do. Four hundred and twenty-one. Another guy who's going to I think appear near the top of this list. Vader. Oh, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's Vader it's time. Vader time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, when you're making a list of the best big men in professional wrestling, Vader is going to appear near the top of that list. Um, I don't know. Many I'm comfortable guys putting. He I mean, I'm just going to cut right to it. I've, I'm comfortable putting Vader above Abyss. Okay. Um, Which would put him next. What about Dolph Ziggler? 
Vader is a former WCW champion. His WWF career was not nearly what anyone hoped it would be. Um, he was kind There's of... a pretty good gif of him falling off the apron. <laughs> yeah. And if you haven't seen his the helmet he used to wear, he oh, had this... Oh, iconic. Yeah, and it had smoke that came out. Oh, man. I love Vader. <sighs> Vader is excellent. Um, I think he's above Dolph Ziggler on this list as well. Would you put him third then? Above Chavo? What do you, is he above Chavo? Is he below Chavo? Ooh. I like him more than I like Chavo. But I don't know if that's the pure sentiment yeah. for this list. No, I understand what you're saying. I like him more than I like Chavo too, but I think I could, you know, again, it's it, we're talking subjective here. Chavo's probably now, had is, a longer career. Is Vader still not in the Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah. He keeps saying. He, he, keeps, he gave he keeps, a pretty good. Um, he keeps trying to get himself in there. He gave a pretty good introduction uh, last year as well. Or was it the year before? Um, he inducted someone into the Hall of Fame. Uh, the, the guy with the cowboy hat. What was his name? Um, Stan Hansen. I can't remember. Stan Hansen. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I thought his speech there was excellent, and I was, you know, somewhat. I'm somewhat surprised that they have non Hall of Famers doing the inducting these days. But I mean, I I look at Vader and I say for sure that was a Hall of Fame worthy career. I don't know why they haven't put him in yet. Um, you know, he had a, a a little bit of an issue, you know, with that reporter overseas smacked him in the head, and you know. But well, I, I mean, you're talking about Vince McMahon who once slapped notes out of a reporter's hands in the middle of an interview on national television. We also need to take into account that Vader played somebody's father on Boy Meets World. I don't remember Chavo Guerrero ever being on a TV show I watched growing up. Vader was on Boy Meets World. Was he? He was. I didn't know that. Yeah. I hated that show. Well, that's probably why. Well, not that you hated it, but yeah, he was in... Like three different, I think, two or three. All right. Different well, episodes. now I think he belongs at the bottom of this list. And he was on Baywatch. Oh, well, okay, back to the top. Uh, Antonio, <laughs> you have uh, lost your spot. Are we, are we replacing? Is... Are we putting him at the top? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. You know, because... I could see him taking either of the top three, any of the top three spots. I would say I would feel comfortable putting him at number two. Over Chavo, just because... Really? Chavo's got the family lineage, which, again, yep. is not his doing, but you got to consider it. Um, yep. Vader, though, you know, Vader was a heavyweight who could flip and do moves, you know. He was I, a unique talent. I'm, I'm comfortable putting him at two or three. Chavo Me Guerrero too. was not a unique luchador. Vader was a unique heavyweight. I agree. I'm going to put Vader at number two. Okay. My goodness. Two names today, and already the list looks very different. Our top three now, Antonio Inoki, Vader, Chavo Guerrero. All right. You had a good run there, Chavo. He did, all one week. Uh, okay. Next number is 128. 128. Okay. Jeremy might be happy with this. Um, Number 20 or 128 is a wrestler by the name of Angel Medina. 
Okay. You ever heard of Angel Medina? I don't know who that is. He was a member of the ECW tag team DeBaldi's. I've heard talk of this Baldies team. Yep. yep. Um, I have never heard them mentioned in particularly high regard. No. No. He, they were the team that you went for after the Dudleys left and Perry Saturn left. And, you know, he was there from 99 to, like, when it closed in 2001. So it's not like he, you know... He also, you know, I'm just looking at his Wikipedia page. He became a police officer after his wrestling career, which is admirable. But I would be comfortable putting Angel Medina at the bottom of this list and replacing Timmy Horner. I mean, to Jeremy's credit, I think he wrote something about being a solid hand. I don't believe uh, you would consider Angel Medina a solid hand. Okay. Uh, I, I think I'm I'm quite pleased with this new list Bottomer. Okay. So, Jeremy, buddy, pal, as I told you earlier, look, look at this. Tim Horner's already one more step away from the bottom of this list than he was before. And I think that's got to make you happy. It's going to continue. I think it's going to continue. Wait, you know, by by summertime, by summertime when the living is easy, he's going to be well in the middle. All right, All right. 593. 593. Did you just make a, like, did you have a do 50, 15 names? No. Just I'm just going to go until you tell me to stop. Okay. Five, 593, you say? Yep. Oops. My bad. It's our truth. It's our truth. Ron Killings, former NWA heavyweight champion. Ronald Killingsworth. Hey, quick. Hmm. What's up? What's up? Man, Nerd DC should do that rap. Probably. Uh, you know, I I really do like the obliterated mind character. That was funny. That part was that funny. Our, that was a nice little resurgence he had there. For yeah, it was. Like, it really is. I forget what the name uh, was. It Gilderoy Lockhart, maybe, from... Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, Chamber of the Secrets. second Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets. When he gets his mind, oh hello, uh, who are you? Right, obliterated there. Um, that's really what I see when I see <laughs> our truth these days. And what you know, he's a he's a talented wrestler. He's at, well, no, let's let's not say that he's a talented athlete. Uh, you know, he moves uh, you know, well in the ring. I liked our truth quite a bit back in his TNA days. Um, when he I was the he truth, held... Ron Killings, his heel yeah. work was really good. I even liked his heel work watching it back on WWE Network with The Miz. When it was The yep. Miz and our truth like his heel work is good. You know, Little Jimmy, I think, is fondly remembered. I think it's an iconic gimmick mm-hmm. from that era. Um, and, you know, he... Again, athletic, or I don't know if, what you want to call it, but he has some very flashy-looking moves. Yeah. Um, he he hung out very well in the TNA X division back in the day. I think he may even had a run as heavyweight champion of that he company. Is an NWA, that's what I'm saying. NWA heavyweight champion. Yeah, I mean, our truth. While he's become a little bit of, uh, you know, maybe a Santino comic relief character, mm-hmm. there is talent there However, when, for a time. Well, now that I'm looking at the list, and, and, you know, this list will be made public. We'll figure out how we want to do that. There will be a link to the list so you can keep up. I'm looking in the middle here, 
the Hakus, the Cowboy Bob Ortons, the Rosies, the Evan Bournes. Are we are we going higher? Are we entering the Tatanka Billy Gunn category? Are we heading towards Fandango here? Like, what are you thinking? I am thinking our truth. I don't think he breaks into our current top five, but Would you I could see him above Fandango and Billy Gunn. I could see him slotting in at number six. I think if you go back to, like, again, his TNA run, you know, if you think about our truth now, maybe not. Okay. No, not I, now. I, but the entirety of his career. I would say he is the sixth greatest wrestler of all time. Currently. Currently. Yeah. So, that, just, just so we're clear, Antonio Inoki, Vader, Chavo, Ziggler, Abyss, our truth followed by Fandango. Yes, we have Fandango rated above the one Billy Gunn. I still think that's fair. I'm I'm not saying it's not fair. I'm just telling people what it is. All right. What do we got next? 799. 799. Do do The DC Magnificent Sir. Don Morocco. Don Morocco. All right. All my my Coliseum video nostalgia is percolating here, as I remember the Rock Don Morocco, and then the magnificent Morocco. Big guy looked like the Hulk, you know, looked like Lou Ferrigno. Um, you know, even wrestled in ECW. I, you know, if you watch the old, old, old ECW on WWE Network, he's there as ECW champion at one point. Is this before it was Extreme? Was this when it was still Eastern? Yes, this is still Eastern Championship. Wrestling. Okay. I see. Um, Excellent. Really hard to watch. Really just not pleasant to watch those shows. Oh, okay. For a second, I thought you were talking about Don No, Morocco's just watching those matches. ECW old shows. Um, just, you know, the guys that they had, uh, just, you know, not good hands. Not good hands. Tim Horner would have been a welcome sight in uh, 93 ECW. So, the Magnificent Morocco, I believe he's a former Intercontinental Champion. Um, but right. but again, you know, we're looking at this list. And, you know, where right now uh, I would like I like Haku more than I like Don Morocco. Now, Haku okay. again didn't win any singles titles, at least not in WWE, unless maybe he won the hardcore title. But I'm looking down, you know, again, that Bob Orton, Rosie area. You know, I think that Morocco's above Rich Swan. He's above Lash LaRue. He's probably even above Evan Bourne. Okay. Is he above Rosie? Probably just in terms of, you know, if we're talking, if you factor longevity in, um, yes, but I also believe Rosie has the je ne sais quoi over Morocco. Okay. But he's okay. in that area. He's in the 11 12. All right. Area. I mean, I really like Rosie, but I think some people pointed out that, you know, he didn't do very much. <laughs> no, but it, it was a great character. It was. I love Grimace. I mean, that said, I, I think we can slot Don Morocco in. Yeah. Right at number 12. All right. So he will take the 12th spot right behind, behind Bob, Bob Orton. Orton. Haku, Bob Orton, Magnificent Morocco. That sounds right. That hits right. my ear, and I, I'm okay with it. All right, where are we at now? Give me another number. 791. Oh, we're not going far. Um, 
Ricky Santana. Hmm. Not Ricky Steamboat. Not Tito Santana. Ricky Santana. I'm going to have to look this one up. Um, I'm looking him up right now. He is a, you know, he works for WCW, WWF. He wrestled in Puerto Rico. Um, not a whole. He was the hood. He was what? The hood. The hood. The hood. Oh, you're honest. And he was also Ray Phoenix. Wait, don't we already have a Ray Phoenix? Isn't that? Isn't that the guy from Lucha Underground? Isn't he Ray Phoenix now? Is this guy the father of Ray Phoenix? Um, we need to do more research, don't we? Uh, there are names. Had I been, you know, I probably should have. Again, had I known that this was what we were going to do with the list, I probably wouldn't have put him on there. Um, again, I'm looking at it. You know, it looks like he had a fine career that lasted 15, 20 years. He was a, a big name in Puerto Rico. But if we're looking at. He was in the WWF. Doing what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking at our list, and again, we've got that Angel. I think this is another guy that we can say, you know, I would put him maybe ahead of Angel Medina just based on his Wikipedia page, but I think Tim Horner moves up a spot. All right. I'm fine with that. All right. Ricky Santana is taking the 20th spot. Tim Horner is now third from the bottom. Look at him go. We're going to cheer for you, Timmy Horner. That's right. Nobody puts Timmy. Nobody. Nobody puts Timmy Horner in a corner. What was the number? I hate you. <laughs> that was the number. Oh, okay. Uh, Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. You say. I do say. Three ninety nine is Dash Wilder, one half of the revival, the one with hair on his head. Dash. A dash Wilder. of hair. He's got a dash All of right. hair. I am comfortable placing him above Evan Bourne. <laughs> okay. I, I don't even know that we need to talk about it. You like really? Rosie better? I think I do, but you, I mean, you don't want to. No. I'm surprised. Dash Wilder is my, is the, when we get to Scott Dawson, I will be going up towards Tatanka. If, if he shows okay. up next, I will be good. But Dash Wilder is good, but he is not the star of the revival. In my opinion. I wasn't aware that there was a star in the revival. Scott given... Dawson is the charismatic one. I okay. think. Okay. Uh, let's go with two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Are you really randomizing this or are you just I am. Okay. Uh Al Perez. Now I know Al Perez a little bit. Not okay. personally, Lay it obviously. On me. But I've watched him when watching WCW, he had um, <clears throat> he was. Is this early '80s wrestler? In the '80s, '80s okay. wrestler. Al Perez just sounds like an '80s yep. wrestler. Wrestled for World Class Championship Wrestling as the Latin Heartthrob, wrestling the Dingo Warrior, who was not Ultimate yet. Wrestling uh-huh. the Von Erich Brothers. Uh, then okay. went to he wrestled in WWF for a while, but he was a jobber. Or, um, you know, a, 
hmm. a a one of those guys. He was he was kind of Brooklyn Brawler. Brooklyn Brawler was not. He was a jobber who might be other jobbers. So what you're saying is he was an enhancement talent. Yes, he wrestled in um, a solid hand, yes. if you will. He was another solid hand. He wrestled in WCW. Probably his claim to fame, as far as I'm concerned, was. Uh, in 1990 in WCW, Sting was being challenged by this mysterious figure known as the Black Scorpion. And mm. Al Perez was the Black Scorpion for a while. Um, but apparently, just reading this now, it was going to be him the whole time. But when he found out he was going to lose to Sting, he quit. And they decided instead to make the Black Scorpion Ric Flair. This is a guy... I, we we well, are dealing with another guy who I would put Tim Horner above. I'm just wondering why this is a guy who refused to lay down for Sting. But lay down for it doesn't. It doesn't sound like he was any hot stuff. No. Again, I would I would put him above Ricky Santana and Angel Medina, but below Tim Horner. I will trust your judgment, sir. All right, Al Perez will take our 21st spot. Tim Horner. Moving Climbing on the up, ranks. moving on up. Before you know it, Tim Horner is going to be at the top of this list. He might be. I'm pretty sure that's how this works. Next now, next name. Uh, 339. 339. We're all in the same area here. Yeah, this random number generator seems to have a bias. 339 is a wrestler you are familiar with. In fact, you're probably more familiar with uh, this one than I am. On Helico. On Helico. He's a gangly... Guy. He looks like somebody stretched Dean Ambrose. That's every time I he, look at him, it looks like Dean Ambrose was Stretch Armstrong for a little while. Yeah, I mean, I I sort of feel like with the attire, he's he's, and I know also, I mean, this person tends to be tall, also, but to use your analogy, he's sort of a a, a Stretch Armstrong version of Jeff Hardy. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's done some impressive sort of spots in Lucha Underground, but. You know, I, I I've never been particularly. I liked him a lot enthralled. when I was watching Lucha Underground, but he, you know, athletically he was very good, but he didn't do much of anything. And his, I don't recall him ever cutting a promo. I don't know that I've ever heard his voice. No. So um, yeah, I see where you're going on that list. You know, we're at, some, we're in the bottom I mean, half here. Yeah, I mean. He's. I think he's definitely probably above a Rubik's. Probably above Lash Larue, but not as good as Rich Swan, even with what we know about Rich Swan. For just taking the wrestling piece out of it, are we keeping the wrestling? That's piece what that I mean. We if we're out? taking oh, okay. it out and using just the wrestling, I would say yeah, he's somewhere around yeah. seventeen. I guess that's right. All right, on Halico, we'll go above. Lash Larue, but I do think Evan Bourne spot. is probably the superior. Yeah, um, I would say talent so. there. I would say so. Next name, please. Eighty-four. Eighty-four. The Road Dog, Jesse James. Huh. Amazing. BG is this James. the first? This is the first tag team to make it onto the list, like in its entirety. It's not a tag team. It's the road dog, Jesse James. 
tag teams aren't going on here in their entire. Well, I'm saying though, both members oh, of oh yes, yes, New Age Outlaws you are absolutely have made right. it now yes. to the list. Thank you. My apologies. I wasn't. That's following all I meant. You. Yes, the Road Dog. Um, yeah, I believe so. Unless there's some random. I like team. Road Dog. Well, technically, Chavo Guerrero and Dolph Ziggler probably teamed at one point on the golf. Well, course. I mean, I mean a real team. Yes. Yes, the New Age Outlaws are completely on this list. My Attitude Era teenage self is delighted. Um, hmm. Well, let's start right there. Which I outlaw think, is okay. the best outlaw? I think that depends on what you come to wrestling for. Um, I think that Billy Gunn is probably the more athletic performer in the ring. Yes. Um, however... I have always been more impressed with Road Dog's mic skills. By Road Dog's mic yeah. skills, he's he is. If you make a list of talkers, you've got Heyman, you've got Jericho, maybe Owens now slots in there. But Road Dog's on that list. He could go. He yes. could hold his own against anyone at that time. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, um. Yeah, I'm always gonna go with Billy Gunn, but. Then again, Road Dog was a pretty good wrestler. You know, he is Brian Armstrong is a member of the Armstrong family. Brad Armstrong, Scott Armstrong, Bullet Bob Armstrong. Like he's got the chops. And here's the other thing. Like I don't know this for sure, but it was my like this is just speculation, folks. I'm not trying to slander anybody. But when the New Age Outlaws, well, I don't remember what they called themselves. When they came to TNA, they were there for a while. A little down on their luck. A well, little... yeah, because Road Dog was there first with. With our truth, I think, or maybe it was Conan. They were three live crew, and then okay. Billy Gunn showed up as Kip James. Because yes. fun fact, Billy Gunn's real first name is Kip. Man, he's got his name go lower is on Kip Sop S O P P. That is his literal real name, Kip Sop. Sop. Kip Sop. His parents, man. <laughs> um, okay, so. But, I felt like of that teaming at that time, Road Dog seemed to me like the guy who had it together. Yeah. He seemed like the guy who had not sort of fallen on as hard times. Well, it's funny because Road Dog is the one who I think battled addiction. I don't know if Billy Gunn's dealt with the same drug issues that Road Dog has. I'm not sure if that's just because he hasn't dealt with them. Oh, that could be. Uh, I mean, that I don't know. Be. And that's speculation again. I don't know that. For... I would put Road Dog above Billy Gunn. And I say that yeah. as a big Billy Gunn fan. Like, we're entering his other tag team partner, K-Quick, our truth territory here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable, I think, putting putting him pretty high on this list. I, um, I, I don't say, think he touches the top three, but I, don't, I could see a case to make him above Dolph Ziggler. I don't know if I could do that. I would put him I, at six. I have a great deal of admiration for someone who has excellent mic work skills. Uh, yeah, but that can't. Well, so I think technically Paul nope. Heyman has wrestled at a pay per view. So are we going to put him at the top of this list? Is it a wrestling list or is it a performer list? Well, that's a separate thing because then I got to put Mean Gene on this list. I got to put Bobby Heenan on this list. If we're going with performers, if we're going that way, uh, the Heenan is, yeah, is our new number the, one. The Let's just slot over. him into number one right now. <laughs> But he technically wrestled at a pay-per-view. Yeah, he did. So why is he not on this list? Because we have well, he might be. For all I know, okay. there's a thousand names on this list. I can't tell you everybody who's on there. 
Yeah, and so here's the thing. Here's the analogy I'm going to make, and you can tell me that you don't agree, and that's fine. This is our list. We have to give and take here. Is compromise. But I think I, I said last week that Dolph Ziggler, again, one of the best sellers of all time. Not the best, but he's he's on that list. And Road Dog is one of the best talkers of all time, which you admitted earlier today. In terms of selling and talking, what, it, what I come to wrestling for, um, I think I appreciate a good talker more than I appreciate a good seller. But Yes, you have that, said that's on, a, on a previous podcast, you have said that the wrestling to you is secondary to the to story. To some extent. To the story. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, selling can be important to a story, very much so. So, um, so you would put him at fourth. Yeah, I think I would. But, I mean, again, I... It's it's our list. There has to be compromise. So if you think he is a couple pegs below, you know, I will say yes because you took you took faith in me to put Antonio Inoki at number one, despite the fact that you had no idea who he was. So I, appreciate I still don't that, know who that's that is. fine. I will go <laughs> ahead and put Road Dog at number four. All right, all right. He is the fourth greatest wrestler of all time, behind Chavo, Vader, and Antonio Inoki. We're at twenty-five. I, I say we go another five. We try to hit fifteen a week. Six twenty-four. Six two four. <laughs> okay, I have no idea who this guy is, but his name is Q T Marshall. Okay. Literally, the letter Q and T to say Q T. Q T Marshall. He um, looks like a cutie. Best known for his work in Ring of Honor. Okay. So, yes, wrestled. That would be must. He must have wrestled at a Ring of Honor pay per view or big event. Um, made his NXT de- debut. Wrestled in NXT for a little while. Huh. And in 2017. In fact, he is an NXT. Losing to Aiden English. He is a he is a he wrestled in March of 2017, losing to Heavy Machinery. Huh. I don't know if he, he did also it on lost TV. to Aiden English in 2013. Yes. I yeah. Again, I'm not sure. I'd probably just put him on there because I thought that name was hilarious. But um, <laughs> he was once in a comedy duo tag team known as Martial Law. Hey, it's pretty good. Um, pretty good. Again, we're Tim Horner. Uh, I would put him at the bottom. I could put him at the bottom of the list. Like, Angel Medina, as part of DeBaldi's, did something in ECW. This guy <laughs> has done little in Ring of Honor and less in NXT. All right. We got a new bottom. Cute. We got a cutie bottom. The cutest. Next. 876. 876. Mark Star. Huh. There's going to come a time where, like, we wind up with 15 wrestlers on this list that you have never heard of, and it's going to be the most boring episode of this show ever. Uh, Mark Mark Star kind I've just looked him up. He kind of looks like a cross between Lex Luger and Brutus the Barber Beef. He looks like Mike Awesome. That's what I see when I look at Okay, him. sure. Uh, he was a WCW yeah, yeah. enhancement talent, um, you know, for a while. He was in Men at Work. With Chris Canyon. Who better than Canyon? Nobody. That's true. I remember Men at Work. Okay. 
I know who this guy is. Hey, you watch sort WCW? Of. I've seen a few pay-per-views. Okay. I've gone back into the network, so All right. I, I do remember Men at Work for some reason. Well, yeah. So he wrestled, um, you know, he wrestled before that, obviously, um, but his he's most known for being a enhancement talent in WCW. Again, I would slot him above Ricky Santana because I know who he is, but below Al Perez, or even maybe even above Al Perez. Mark Starr, if you Al told Perez Mark again? Starr that we were going to give you a spot, but you were going to lose to Sting, Mark Starr would have lost to Sting. That's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah, I like I like Mark Starr. Okay. Are you? He's not. He's not. He doesn't beat Tim Horner. No. But uh, Tim Horner is going to get a lot of play on this list just because Jeremy's arguing for him. Uh huh. All right. <laughs> hey, you want somebody? To Tim get Horner play on this is list. now the sixth from the bottom, Jeremy. That's what we've done for you today. Sixth uh-huh. from the bottom. Next up. Uh, 951. 951. Oh. Amish Roadkill. You want to Amish talk about Roadkill. Athletic Big Man. Amish Roadkill is an athletic big man. And his name is Amish Roadkill. I mean, just off of the name alone. Um, Number one. Did he ever wrestle Forget you, under Antonio another name? No what? What's your question? <laughs> Did he ever wrestle under other names? Um, he was, yes. He was, so he was part of ECW, obviously, with a name like uh-huh. Amish Roadkill. Um, he was part of ECW for a while. And then after that, he actually wound up working for WWE for a while. Really? Um, he showed up as Roadkill for a bit, but then I'm looking, because he had another name for a while. Um he was known as Braddock, Tony Braddock. That kind of sounds familiar. And he wrestled okay. for a while. Although, okay, just do me a favor. Would you look up Amish Roadkill for a second for me, please? Okay. Because the yeah. picture on his Wikipedia page, you need to see this. Oh, my. I mean, that's not the picture I would have chosen. I don't for... think he chose that picture, obviously. Yeah. Because that's not a picture of Amish Roadkill. No, that's a picture of him in apparently in WWE. Those are the red ropes. But yeah, yeah. so he did he did very little in um in WWE. Uh you know. But they gave him a shot, which I appreciated. But yeah, so again, I like Roadkill a lot because his name is Roadkill and he was a big guy with a beard who did some top rope moves, which was pretty good, but he's at the near the bottom of this list. You think so? I, I, based off the strength of the gimmick, I mean, you're not going to put him in the top ten. You are not <laughs> well, putting him a over to position. But I think, I think, you want to talk about athletic big men? There's something special about that. You know, I mean, obviously we we have a, a fondness for Vader, a fondness for Abyss. That we've two other big guys who are athletic. We've managed to place fairly highly on the. I think. Amish Roadkill in terms of, you know, that that physical performance. I mean, I don't think he holds a candle to Abyss, but no. I mean, I think if you I th- wanted to he's... make a case to put him in the top 20, I could make a case to go for the top 20. You want to put him above in Helico. You want to put him above Rich Swan. What if we put him above Rosie? <sighs> if we're going by gimmicks, Roadkill is better than Rosie. But, you know, what you're also saying there is that Roadkill is better than Dash Wilder. 
Roadkill is better than Evan Bourne? Yeah, I, none of those I'm going to complain I mean, I think I believe about. that. None of those I'm going to complain about. You want to put him at 14, I'll put him at 14. What if we put him at 13? Above the Magnificent. <laughs> what, are you going to slowly edge back up to Tatanka? <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think I was far off. Uh, no, the Magnificent Morocco held major titles, had multiple gimmicks. You know. Amish Roadkill was hailed as coming from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I'm pretty sure there was a promo at one point where he rode up to do the promo on a horse and buggy. Come on! <laughs> what more do you need? Fine, he's 13. Okay. Uh, I think he'd like that. <laughs> Can we talk about Bob Orton for a second? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Sorry. Right. I draw the line at Cowboy Bob. <laughs> Can we talk uh, about Bob Orton? All right. Who's next? Uh, 124. One, two, four. Ricky the Dragon oh. Steamboat. I love Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, I'm just going to say it. He's number one on this list. Yes, he is. He did not start a. He did not start New Japan Pro Wrestling, but he. If you go through some of the greatest matches of the WrestleMania era, Savage at Mania three, all of his great matches with Ric Flair and NWA WCW, uh, he 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 came back to WWE F after a while, and they made him wear a dragon costume and breathe fire and he and was even st- that was cool and he was still amazing i had that action figure so and here's the other thing like he came back into in-ring action recently like within the last five years he had a match i can't remember who Jericho. it was against Jared. it was great an, an excellent match the He's greatest arm drags i've ever seen Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. I feel bad because the greatest his kid of all time. was at one point like an NXT top prospect or an FCW top prospect. And I don't know if it was injury or what, but we never saw him. But mm. like around the time that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns were down in the developmental, he was there. Nothing ever came of it. But yeah, Ricky mm. Steamboat is the greatest wrestler of all time on this list. Absolutely. 100%. So far. Absolutely. All right. Um, that leaves us at 29. I'm a little nervous that we can't get better than that, but we have. To, you need one more number, sir. Give me one more number. 37. 37. If it's a wrestler we've never heard of, we're going to go to the women's list. Mark Marrow. Huh. Johnny B. Bad. Wild Man Mark Marrow. Marvelous Mark Marrow. He's got range, you're saying. Those are the characters that I can think of. And then he went back to TNA and went back to being Johnny B. Bad. Yeah, he did. And now is a motivational speaker. Is he really? I believe so. He was trained by Dean Malenko. And Boris and Joe Malenko. The fabulous Malenko family. Hmm. Um, he was in TNA. Johnny B. Bad. Yeah. You just said that, didn't you? I did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, good athlete. 
very charismatic, especially as Johnny B. Bad. It went downhill once he went to another guy who, like Vader, went to WWF and it went downhill. But that was in that pre-Attitude era. Um, and then he got overshadowed by Sable because he was married to Sable before Brock Lesnar was. Yeah, he was. Sable in her prime. Yeah. Yeah, the handprints over the, you know, body parts, Sable. The bosom, if you will. I'm, I'm just scrolling down until I see a play. He's in the roadkill range. That Johnny B. Bad gimmick was pretty good, though. Yeah. He had the bad blaster and the booty bait. Was it better than driving up on a horse and buggy? I'm going to try to look for that promo because I could be imagining <laughs> it. But I swear I've seen pictures of him in a horse and buggy. Is Johnny B. Bad badder than Morocco is magnificent? No, I'm just looking at roadkill pictures. Okay, I'm stuck. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Stop stalling. Um, is he better? Yeah, he's he's around 15. He's around 15. I would put him above uh, Magnificent Morocco. He was a much better in-ring worker than Morocco was. Um, you know, he he was a legit boxer, so that gimmick worked for him. The Wild Man gimmick was terrible, but that was that was in the era of Aldo Montoya and Farouk with the gladiator helmet. Let me ask you, is he the person who covers Sable in that? Yeah. Okay. So you're putting it yeah, at the think... bottom of the list now. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I think that that's a... That's a... That's a, that's a moment. That is definitely yeah. a moment that is remembered. Yes, he is one who's trying to... For whatever reason you want who's, to remember. Who's, who's jealous that Sable is overshadowing him, and so... Yeah, okay. I think right at number 15. Right. I think that's... I like that. All right. We had some movement on this list a today, A big DC. movement. A big movement, because it was Chavo, Dolph, Abyss. That was our top three, and they are now fourth, sixth, and seventh, respectively. So so let me ask you a question here. I mean, we've re- really re... We've completely made the new the top five here. I mean, Chavo Guerrero has eked it out to maintain the, a top five placement. He's number four on this list. Previously the greatest wrestler of all time, now number four. How do you feel about that ranking there, the top five? Do you feel as though this is actually appropriate? Are we, are we going to close out episode two with that I feel very ranking? good with this top five. I feel very good with this top five. Ricky you Steam- feel good about Antonio Inaki? R- Ricky Steamboat is clearly the number one. Um, Antonio Inoki, just based on what he's done for wrestling, is a good number two. Vader, one of the best big men of all time, is a solid number three. And then you've got, you know, we're talking, you know, one of the best in-ring wrestlers, a great Japanese wrestling figure, great big man, great talker, Chavo Guerrero from a great family, and he was a cat uh, golfer with a sweater vest. So, <laughs> come on, he drove a golf cart. <laughs> It is a shame that we never got Kerwin White versus Roadkill. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to go out right now to buy WWE 2K18. I'm going to download Kerwin White. I'm going to download Roadkill, and they are going to wrestle. And And, uh, how are you feeling about the bottom of this list? Tim Horner has been... Tim uh, Horner, the Tim Horner watch, he is now 25th out of 30. He has moved up. 
Um, and I think that is only going to get better for him. I feel good for that. I hope Jeremy is happy. I know he'll still want him moved. He'll probably say Tim Horner was better than Mark Marrow. Tim Horner was better than, you know, Roadkill. Well, he can't say that. Nobody in their right mind not, can Not say better that. than Roadkill. Come on. <laughs> but, um... This list is looking pretty good. I'm a fan so of yeah, this list. I think we need to get this list out there. I think we need to uh, get a share link that yep. is you know just viewable. And... Well, the question is, do we do you know do we include the other lists or is it just our list on an episode by episode basis? And then I think it should just be our list. I agree to keep the conversation on the things that we have already established. I agree. I agree, I agree. There are 996 other wrestlers on this list, not counting the women. And we still have to figure out how to do that. Do I plug the women into the list and we just... I mean, I think that's probably the way to do it. All right. I got to continue adding because I I didn't get through everybody. So. Oh, man. Oh, man. So this is no longer 1024. No, this is the list. The list. The list. Um... All right, yeah, I feel good. Do you feel good? I feel good. And if you feel good, or if you don't feel good, let us know. Send us an email, ddtwrestling at gmail.com. Or get a hold of us on Twitter, at the DC Matthews at Doc Manson. Let us know your thoughts on the list. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is the greatest wrestler of all time.